a wreck. It's sailing beyond the boundary. It's a big one. Hello, all you wonderful people. Welcome. Welcome back to Beyond the Boundary. This is episode number eight. And as you can all see, we have a wonderful, a very special guest uh, with us. Uh, this episode is even more special for us because we are joined uh, by a cricket guru, I could say. Uh, we'll get to we'll get to what uh, our guest today does and why we are so excited about this episode. But first of all, thank you so much for all the love that we're getting on Beyond the Boundary. For those who haven't checked us out, can always do it on Crickstalks at YouTube and on uh, Beyond the Boundary on Spotify and on Apple Music. Right. So without further ado, suspense yada nahi rakhunga, guys. Let's introduce our guest today. Mr. Devjit Lahiri is with me today on Beyond the Boundary, a cricket fan, a cricket enthusiast, and a cricket blogger. And Devjit, first of all, thank you so much for joining on uh, joining us on Beyond the Boundary. How are you? And if you could just tell us about this wonderful work that you do. Thank you. Thank you, Ayush. I'm doing good. Hope you're doing well as well. Uh, thank you for having me here. And uh, uh, so really excited about talking about talking about cricket. And uh, yes, so so just a brief about what I do. So I run a, run a, a cricket blog called Forgotten Cricket Memories on Instagram. Uh, so this is essentially a cricket storytelling page. Uh, I realized that most of our Indian online readers are were born in the 90s. And 90s was also the period when cricket was sort of commercialized in India. And that is why a lot of us growing up had cricket as our favorite sport. So cricket is a game that evokes a lot of nostalgia. And that is the reason I, start, I thought of starting a page where I would look back into stories around cricket, stories about humans in cricket, very unique anecdotes, which... Uh, uh, which would evoke this nostalgia feeling among the readers. So, so yeah, I do enjoy writing these stories. Do enjoy researching about them, and uh, and we have been. It's it's it it has been getting good response over the last year or so. So since its inception in June 2020, uh, uh, we have reached around 18,000 followers, and uh, and we are right now also touching around one million v content views over the last uh, two three months. So which is. Uh, which is very encouraging for me and ho I'm hoping to like continue with it. Wow, that's just, that's so nice. I mean, it's so good to hear that, uh, you know, first of all, that your efforts with this page and with your content are paying off. And cricket, like you mentioned, there's so much passion, there's so much love for cricket in our country. And Usme, there is someone like you who's, we, we, there are so many people who talk about, you know, the daily things that happen in cricket or talk about famous moments, things that people remember. What you're doing is so unique. It's uh, something very different that uh, you're talking about forgotten memories. You're talking about uh, unique stories, things that not only forgotten memories, but things that people don't even know from the world of cricket, mm -hmm. right? And since we have uh, we have the IPL going on right now, it's an excitement here. Uh, today, let's, you know, we're going to focus a lot on forgotten IPL memories. You know, you are the best person uh, to, you know, kind of jog back our memories with that, get that nostalgia running again, right? like you mentioned. Mm -hmm. uh, first of all, IPL ki baat kar rahe toh, if you could tell us your favorite team and, you know, the players in the IPL who really got you excited. Okay, okay. So, so, uh, so I was born and brought up in Kolkata. So naturally, I'm a Kolkata Knight Riders fan. 
and right from the inaugural season when Brendan Brendan McCallum set the stage on fire with that brilliant 150. And uh, about my favorite place in in IPL, if you ask, I think obviously the choice would be Gautam Gambhir because he led us to two uh, two IPL trophies. He sort of galvanized the team after the initial three disappointing and very controversial season off field as well. So he kind of brought a stability and he was a great, uh, he was a very reliable player in all those seasons. And uh, and not only that, the way he, he sort of uh, helped India captured that holy grail, the World Cup, the World Cup final contributions both in 2007 and 2011. So that is something that is very close to my heart as well. So, so yeah, I think my favorite IPL player would always be Gautam Gandhi. Wonderful. So my loyalties that way lie more towards uh, Chennai Super Kings since since the first season. Hmm. But you know, there are those people who are uh, you know, who have two favorite IPL teams, who have two teams that they support. I am guilty of being one of those people. Uh, and my second team, why I brought that up is because my second team is KKR. Uh, initially, yes, because of uh, the Shah Rukh Khan connection. Uh, many, many KKR had so many fans coming in from other cities as well due to that connection. That was me as well. But, you know, Brendan McCullum, like you mentioned, setting that stage on fire first match itself right it just it just set the stage so well for the this tournament going ahead right it just showed you what uh, you know the ipl can do jo bhi doubts the ipl ke bare mein before it is started sab chale gaye because he got so much excitement into the entire thing it was just 158 in a t20 match banging it everywhere here and there 150 is so difficult for so many people to get even in an ODI game. The guy went and did it uh, in a T20 match. So yeah, uh, I think something like that. If you remember, the match was actually not a very close match. It was a very one-sided match, which is usually not a best advertisement for T20 cricket. But that innings was such that everyone remembers that match and it's sort of... Uh, destroyed all myths about what is possible and what is not possible in a, in the shorter format of the game and really opened up so many possibilities and then sort of stage, set the stage for all the remarkable things we saw happening in the subsequent years of IPL and T20 cricket. So, so yeah, it was very pivotal moment. That's true. Uh, you know, it just, and then since then the IPL has grown so much, you know, mm -hmm. and we will today let's you know talk about some uh you know why the ipl it's been what 14 years it's going to be 15 years very soon 14th season going on uh, but there have been so many moments and so many players that have come and gone in all these years of the ipl hmm. right so since we have an expert on unique stories from the world of cricket uh, you know knowing about players that many people have forgotten about from the world of cricket we'd like to ask you Devji is there are there any players from the IPL that have come and gone over the years that you know that are forgotten mm -hmm. I think two, two players definitely come to my mind uh, the who were very very who had very significant roles in the earlier seasons of IPL and then sort of faded away uh, one is obviously Swapnil uh, Aznodkar from Goa who uh, played for Rajasthan Royals uh, diminutive aggressive batsman he formed a very formidable partnership with graham smith 
at the top of the order and Shane Warne who was the captain of the side at the time I think he held him as the next big thing in Indian cricket and uh, his power hitting was something very very unique and and uh, uh, the way he way he I think he scored a 60 odd in his debut against KKR uh, which was which was very like is really remarkable to see huh? so we do not really associate Goa with cricket right and and for Sapnil Asnodkar to come out of uh, of, a, of a geographical background which is not a traditional cricket stronghold and to prove himself among the best was very unique. Unfortunately for him, he sort of faded away in the next few years and uh, in, in the IPL scene, he did continue for the Goa Ranji team and then he had a controversy, off-field controversy there as well, which sort of hindered his development and recently in that in 2018 or 17, he retired from cricket. but. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it's 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 a remarkable advertisement for IPL how it could give opportunities for lesser known talents and also also a testament to the fact that uh, the cricketing circuit in India is very ruthless. You might have done it one time around, but it it does not ensure that you'll be there for long. So so and uh, I think I think uh, uh, so I was I, I was reading about him and I I found out that I realized that probably an arm around his shoulder at the time would have helped him. But uh, true, uh, absolutely true. But even he claimed that uh, although Shane Wan told him at the time that uh, he he would give him all the support for like making a comeback, but it never quite happened. And it's natural because cricket is so competitive. There are so many people coming in to replace you. It's very difficult. Uh, and the second name obviously is Paul Walthati uh, from Punjab. Wrote that sensational hundred. A lot of people do not know he was also part of the under nineteen setup. The I think the batch of Parthiv Patel. Uh, Mohammad Kaif and that uh, group, and but he probably he couldn't make it to the he couldn't play long with that group because he had an eye injury at the time, uh, which which sort of hindered his development. And then he had this late uh, sort of blooming late bloomer. He was he kind of came in as a late bloomer with Punjab and scored that amazing century and had a great first season. And uh, in fact, in the second match, he also took four wickets at against Deccan Chargers. Not a lot of people remember his bowling efforts. I think I, I think that would have uh, uh, at the time a lot of people would have considered him as a genuine all-rounder possibility as well. So, uh, so yeah, it was uh, it's interesting how how they came up suddenly and then sort of faded away. Uh, IPL will give you a lot of stories like that. Absolutely, and you know, I'll be very honest. The two players that you mentioned. I had definitely forgotten about them and there are so many things that about them also I did not know, right? Mm -hmm. uh, be it, you know, for example, Paul Valthati's that bowling effort as well or uh, you know, for completely forgotten about that. When you think Paul Valthati, you, you know, you just automatically think about that 100 against CSK and then those runs after that, but not those bowling efforts right. and definitely not the fact that he was part of that uh, you know, a really iconic Indian under-19 squad as well. Right, right. And yes, you know, that's that's what, you know, brings us to think that there are so many players in the IPL who are, uh, you know, just known for something or remembered for something. But actually their legacies are much bigger than what they've, what we feel that they've left behind. Mm -hmm. Take a snorker like you mentioned, for example. When you think Goa, you think football. Right. You don't think cricket at all. Right. And this guy not just came into the IPL, he actually did well. He actually showed that, right? I'm, I'm not just here. I can here. I can come here and I can try and dominate some of the best bowlers of the world as well. Exactly. Another guy, you know, on these lines. Do you remember Hashim Amla's IPL stint? Yeah, 
Yes, yes, I think a lot of people play, a lot of like pundits tipped him as a test specialist and the way he, I think, performed in that 2017 period, uh, wonderful. I think proper cricketing shots, uh, scored a couple of centuries. I think I remember the one against Mumbai Indians where he took the bowlers to the clean, to the cleaners and it was, it was amazing. And he sort of broke that notion that proper test specialist batsmen couldn't play. Exactly. That exactly. And that way, he, he he will always be a special memory in the IPL folklore. Yeah. Wonderful, yeah. I mean, there are just like you mentioned, the IPL will bring you such stories. Uh, it's and along with that, it's also just that you know there are so many set beliefs that we have about certain players, right. and the IPL has given them a chance to come and change all of that. Hashim Amla, all everyone always looked at him, you know, that defensive, technically wonderful, very sound batsman, Test cricket, fifty overs. Comes to the IPL, scores two hundreds in one season, right? Uh, these are some of the players that we mentioned. Uh, are there any IPL moments that you'd like to focus on? Any moments that we don't remember? Anything, something that we've forgotten? Yes, sir. so this is something that I wrote recently about. Uh, so uh, this this is kind of off-field story. Uh, I think if you remember, there was this entire scandal about a fake IPL player blog. Uh, during the 2009 edition of the IPL, so so this was a this was an anonymous blog that was published right before the IPL, and it it sort of uh, gave away gave away anecdotes from cricket dressing IPL dressing rooms from the after parties, and it was it was a time when cricket was sort of getting married with the Bollywood as well. The first few seasons of IPL where we would have those extravagant IPL parties, so. So that allowed a lot of scope for imagination, and this blog, anonymous blogger kind of started writing all these uh, stories where he gave nicknames to team captains, owners, and things like that. And most of his stories revolved around Kolkata Knight Riders, who coincidentally also started struggling in that season. So John Buchanan came into the uh, was the coach at the time, and he came up with this theory of multiple captains, which caused a lot of dressing room stir at that time. I think there was the shuffling between a sort of Ganguly and Brendan McCallum. So, so there was a lot of media hype and, and it, it got to a point where the media started bringing up conspiracy theories and a lot of people believed that this blo anonymous blogger was actually a disgruntled member of the Kolkata Knight Riders team. So when they were playing in South Africa, at one point they, I think, uh, sent home Sanjay Bangar and Akash Chopra. And Akash Chopra had actually published a book a few months before the IPL. So a lot of, so since his writing credentials were proven at the time, a lot of people suspected that the anonymous blogger might have been Akash Chopra. So, so there was a lot of, I think Shah Rukh Khan even came up and said, he, he was very annoyed with that and is less than pleased. And there was this entire fiasco and only after, after Oh, and although this blogger had always meant given a disclaimer that these all stories stories are a fictional work, but uh, media si sort of uh, blew it out of proportion, and then it was uh, revealed. I think it, his name was Anupam Banerjee or something like that. So I think he was a marketing specialist based out of Bangalore who started this, this blog as a joke, and it sort of became viral overnight, and it created a whole whole big controversy, which got Shahrukh Khan, Lalit Modi the big members from the KKR team, everyone involved. And it was amazing how a, how a person probably sitting in his study room impacted such a multi-million dollar extravaganza like IPL by mere words. So 
yeah that was an interesting story from ipl that i remember i think not a lot of people remember that right now i am sure very few people would remember that i had not only did i not remember that but so much out of that i just learned right now when you told us about it and you know that like you just mentioned at the end one guy sitting in a room this one guy created such a big chaotic situation in the biggest league in the world in the biggest cricket league in the world so yeah just cricket as they say uh, you know it's a it's a funny game at times and not only on field but off field issues also add to that uh do you remember there was this one more incident i uh, and i'm sure you would know that a uh, lot in depth than me was something about an umpire i think forgetting the ball in his pocket like he had the ball and then something yeah, the match i, I think start. it was shamshuddin the umpire i think uh, it involved a match of rajasthan royals and it was either jaydev unatkar or ankit rajput who who was supposed to bowl and there was no the ball was not to be found and uh, uh, i think they got in a new replacement and then later on in the video uh, replays it showed that the ball was inside the umpire's pocket all along and it was really funny how things transpired that is actually hilarious i mean it is that everyone's thinking ki yaar ball kahan chala gaya abhi to khel rahe the abhi 2 minute mein ball kahan chala gaya everyone there are about 11 fielders I think they had even asked the batsman if I'm not wrong. Yeah, yeah. If they had the ball, yeah. and I think they were like, "Why would we have it?" Things like Other this can only happen in the IPL. That's the beauty of this tournament. Absolutely, <laughs> it's just so exciting, right? I mean, it's funny, yeah. and I'm sure everyone would have had a laugh after that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but I think the match referees and the officials must have even given Shamshuddin a hearing. कि भाई आपके वजह से हमारा पूरा दिन इतना थोड़ा delay हो गया. By how many hour minutes? <laughs> Yeah, that's. I mean, another interesting story. Pollard Gale, yeah, there. Ah. So, talking about funny moments. Yeah, the West Indian cricketers are really colourful personalities, and and I think they align with the essence of IPL very much because uh, they're like the way they they enjoy the game, and IPL is is also a, also a platform where you it's it's sort of an entertainment package, and these guys are. perfect perfect individuals for such events and i think there was this uh, trash bit of trash talking going on between gale and pollard when the umpires intervened and told pollard not to talk much and he sort of has a put protest brought brought on a tape on his mouth and, and it was really funny to see that transpire i think the commentators were uh, were like uh, they they were in splits the commentators and seeing that entire event i think uh, i think harbhajan singh also gave a gave a uh and sort of a tidbit during the press conference regarding that event so that the entire thing was i think really bizarre but funny at the same time like you said only the west indians can pull off something like this mm-hmm. right only these guys can actually do it with with that element of fun and with that element of grace absolutely so so th- that makes you wonder like how, how personalities like vivian richards would have uh contributed to the IPL fanfare had they played in this tournament so that's amazing you know that's actually a wonderful wonderful uh, idea you know one of when we have one of these chats again very soon mm-hmm. we should actually do a uh what if list of what if these players would have gotten the chance to play the IPL i'm sure we are going to come up with some very exciting picks right. <laughs> so some legends uh, you know who could 
uh, from the past, from that era who didn't get to play such tournaments together. Mm. Yeah, I think that's fun. That would be fun. We should definitely try that soon. And on this note of what ifs, I'll I'll, I'll give you a small trivia. So, uh, do you know the connect between uh, Anil Kumble, uh, Saurav Ganguly, Shane Ward? Uh, what do they have in common? And the only thing I could think. Okay, wow, that is a very wide, uh, you know, range list. Yeah, the only thing I can think of and. Many people laugh at me for this because it's so basic. Is that Anil Kumble and Shane Warne are both leg spinners? उससे ज़्यादा मेरे दिमाग में तो नहीं आ रहा है. So, so, so basically, the common link between them is that they have captained an IPL franchise, but they have never played an international T20 game. Wow, that's so unique. That is such a different start. I mean, who would have imagined? these guys ganguly actually ended up captaining two teams if you know right and none of these guys have even played an international t20 yeah so so they were like the leaders in the initial few seasons of ipl but uh, but they kind of retired from the international scene a little earlier from like the international t20 scene a little earlier so so that's how we got in got that uh, sort of an overlap of cricketers right Overlap of great cricketers who played in the who captained in the IPL but never played at international. Wow, and I mean, it's just when you have a chat with someone like Dave Jeet, is that you know when we realize that there are so many of these things that we don't know. And thank you so much, Dave Jeet, for uh, you know bringing such stats and trivia to our notice as well. It's so unique. I mean. I would have not. I'm sure, like me, many people would have not known this at all. <laughs> do you? Do you also remember Mongo's bat? Yes, yes, definitely. I think Matthew Hedden when he bought that was is a real innovation in cricket. Unfortunately, it didn't last long. But but I think he played fairly well. I think in the first match, he scored a lot of uh, runs with that bat. And and the logic behind that was uh, was uh, so that bat kind of allowed a higher bat. Uh, Movement, the acceleration, and also it generated about twenty percent more power. So, so it's nice how 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 such such innovations could bring about such changes uh, in the game. And uh, I think I read a I read an interview of Matthew Hedden few a few years back. I think uh, MS Dhoni was not a big fan of the of the no mongus bat. And at the CSK dressing room, actually before he wanted to before he wanted to use that bat, MS Dhoni was like. Like I would give you anything, but don't use that bat. But uh, but uh, anyway, so this is how the story transpired, and it 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 reminds me of that incident in I think the mid 80s when Dennis Lilly bought an aluminium bat to an international test match, and uh, at that time uh, there was no wow. law which specified what kind of material should be used to ma- uh, manufacture a bat. So so he bought an aluminium bat, and he was not allowed to bat with it, obviously, and uh, he sort of created a huge scene there, but. But later on, the, the cricket, the people in the cricket hierarchy had to change the law that uh, only wood could be used to manufacture a cricketing bat. So, so that's a. So it's that, funny, funny how certain moments bring about such uh, significant law changes in cricket. Wow, I'm really enjoying myself getting to know some of these really unknown things, and yeah, it's just again aluminium bat. No idea about that. Yeah, interesting that someone could try something like that. Uh, you know, this like we mentioned, so many इतने सारे interesting moments हैं that जो लोगों को पता नहीं है, forgotten things as well. 
or unknown things as well. Uh, like Devjit mentioned that the IPL brings about so many of these stories. And another thing that the IPL has brought about in cricket uh, is a very big rivalry factor, right? We've uh, seen so many big rivalries that have happened. Uh, even on, on the last episode when we did one, uh, we, we focused on this one particular rivalry. And uh, as a KKR fan, that was the KKR-RCB uh, rivalry that, you know, also flared up, like we mentioned earlier with that 158 of Brendan McCullum. That's how it all flared up. Another rivalry that, uh, you know, I think has really grown over the years, I think is Mumbai-Chennai. Would you say so, Devji? Right, right. I think uh, Mumbai-Chennai, two of the best sides in the IPL uh, with the best records. So, so yeah, big rivalry, no, no doubt about that. And uh, I think always in any league, be it in football, the, the, even in football, like the best teams, they sort of over the years form a sort of a rivalry. And the fact that these two franchises have been so successful in the IPL, I think that brings about a competitiveness between these two, two sides. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's just it started off with a rivalry uh, between uh, you know, it's just two big captains, right? They always had Chennai, always had MS Dhoni, Mumbai always had Sachin Tendulkar since the start. So there was that factor that was always there. Mm -hmm. And now these teams, as it stands today, are the two most successful teams of all time. Right, right. right. Five titles, three titles, eight titles between them. They played so many finals, uh, and yeah. Is there any other rivalry that comes to your mind? Uh, so one that comes to my mind, although although the the other team, one of the teams is not not active right now. So the, the rivalry between uh, Kolkata Knight Riders and Pune Warriors, which emerged in 2012. So uh, so the, in 2011, I think uh, KKR did not retain Ganguly, uh, which which did not go well with the Kolkata crowd. Uh, in the mid season, he was picked up as a player for Pune Warriors because Ashish Nehra, I think, got an injury. So Pune Warriors uh, took the, uh, they, they took uh, Ganguly as a replacement. And in the following season, when Yuvara Singh was injured, Ganguly was promoted as the captain of the side. And that is when this rivalry totally erupted. And uh, I remember, I remember actually going to the stadium at Eden Gardens for the first match between these two sides, uh, Pune Warriors and uh, KKR. And Ganguly was returning to to Kolkata as the captain of a foreign, not a foreign, but an opponent team. So, so I remember the entire stadium was light blue. They were start supporting for Ganguly, and this was Eden Gardens. This was Eden Gardens, and and wow. and there was there was a such hostile reception for the KKR fans over there in that stadium, and KK and, and the thing was uh, so I think at the time uh, KKR had not won an IPL trophy, so they were yet to win over the fans after those three or four disappointing seasons and and they did not like ganguly leaving their hero leaving their own franchise and then uh, there was a lot of negative sentiment about sharuk as well the way he handled the situation why he didn't uh, stick to their icon and, and i remember i think even the day before i had to uh, stand in a queue for the for the tickets uh, at at mohammedan sporting ground and i remember the first day it was such a long queue and then the uh, police had to intervene and there were like lati charge and things like that and then in, eventually we did not get the ticket on that day and later on in the next morning we st we stood in the queue from 5 a.m and if we finally got the tickets and it was like one of the most anticipated matches before 
most anticipated IPL matches that I can remember. And uh, eventually, KKR won that match, but Ganguly played a very good role uh, as a batsman in that. So, so and, and in the in the, in the next subsequent days, I think KKR went on to win the title that year in 2012, and that is when they won back all those all their fans, and uh, and things sort of changed. And now those people who moved to Pune moved to the support of Pune sort of came came around and uh, became KKR loyal fans after that. We just, you know, we just think, when you say rivalries, we just mainly think of, uh, you know, these teams that have been in the tournament since the start, you know, yeah. who've played so many seasons. But, you know, guys, Devji has just uh, mentioned such an interesting rivalry. Again, it's just, you know, which also shows the fact that although that team, the Pune team, that first Pune team was there for what such a short period of time in the IPL, but uh, something you know, uh, something as interesting as the captaincy factor right. or Dada coming from K- KKR to here created a rivalry between those two teams. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's wonderful. You mentioned about this Eden Gardens memory. Do you have any other memories from IPL matches? Some proper fan moments that you have uh yes so uh, i remember remember i was in hyderabad so i visited a uh, visited the stadium in uppal to i think to uh, there was this match between hyderabad sunrisers hyderabad and uh, kkr uh, this was in 2016 uh, i remember uh, so we were like a very small pool of kkr supporter like a way crowd uh, in a in a predominantly hyderabad supporting uh, stadium so so i uh, and even that match was a very comfortable win for KKR. Gautam Gambit scored a 90-odd. And I remember we were waiting outside the stadium when the team buses were passing. And I remember, uh, so since the entire entire street was orange and there were only three, four of, I think four, five of us who were wearing this violet, uh, like purple jerseys. And, and Surya Kumar Yadav was then a KKR player. And he was yes. sitting, having a, he was, he was on his, he was on a window seat and he kind of noticed us and he sort of waved at us from the distance because we were like we were easily visible in that crowd of orange uh, there were only like four or five of us wearing purple jerseys so so he kind of waved as uh, so that was a close encounter i other than that i did not have any uh, i remember another match i think this was in 2019 uh, 19 is it yeah 19 uh, so i i watched this match uh, between Chennai Super Kings and Kolkata, which unfortunately Kolkata lost, but I got a, I uh, with the help of friend I had managed to get a clubhouse ticket for that, and uh, it was just below the uh, the inaugural bell that is there in Eden Gardens, which they ring before a match, and I saw David Hussey was given the charge of like ringing the bell before the start of the match, and I I so I saw him at a very close distance, I think just behind me in the. Uh, in the gallery so that was that was a close fanboy moment as well yeah wonderful ah that's such <laughs> interesting stories come up right even as fans yeah right <laughs> uh, so great to hear so devjeet uh, before you know before we close this yeah. i would like to just put you on a brief spot you know i would i would rather i should say i would like to put you on a spot for just a brief moment okay okay i want to know your picks for the final who are the two teams that will make the final and who do you think will end up winning the title? All right. Tough question. I know. I am sorry, but I would really love to know what do you feel about this? 
I I think I think the I I think the if I if I think logically, I think the top two teams I think will make it to the final. Uh, Delhi Capitals and Chennai Super Kings. I think they are pretty formidable teams and uh, they have been doing well consistently. Uh, RCB have 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 a have a tendency of choking. And there's a lot of thing going on with Kohli off the ground, and I feel it could be a sort of act as a hindrance over their qualification. Uh, the fourth team, I believe, I think because KKR has a good nut net run rate, they'll make it to the playoffs. But I'm not sure if they would make it to the finals. But uh, my heart says that they probably might make it to the final and go all the way. We hope so as well. <laughs> but I feel it might be might be a might be a lucky year for Delhi Capitals. I think they're a pretty strong and balanced yeah. side. It's been a long, long way. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, they've been playing some good cricket. Absolutely. Yeah. Actually, we'll see. We'll see if those predictions come true as well, uh, Mr. Devji Lahiri. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. I'm going to say this again. I'm going. I know I'm repeating myself. I'm going to say this again. So much, to, so much, so many new things we learned today on you know this episode. So many things that we'd forgotten about, like you mentioned earlier as well. That nostalgia factor for me definitely, and I'm sure for so many people who tuned into this episode and heard us discuss those moments, that nostalgia factor must have. uh come back for them as well uh so it's so wonderful to hear uh such stories unique stories forgotten stories and thank you so much for that thank you for being on beyond the boundary today no, no i'm glad we could make this work and i hope that the audience would enjoy these trivias and stories and just looking forward to the re- their reaction right and guys please do check out what devjeet is doing with forgotten cricket memories as well it's called forgotten cricket memories on instagram you should definitely check it out uh, you know the stories that we spoke about today aapko usse bhi zyada interesting stories wahan milegi and uh, do follow devjeet for all the you know the such interesting work that he's doing and we come you know here at the crick stocks here at crick stocks as well uh, cricket is such a big part of everything that we do and us as cricket fans as cricket lovers uh, are so excited when we are chatting with uh, someone like devjeet and i'm sure you all have enjoyed this as well so yes guys thank you so much for joining us on episode 8 of beyond the boundary uh, see you soon devjeet yes. and see you soon to our fans as well please do check out check us out on crick stocks at youtube and beyond the boundary on spotify guys and on apple music as well until next time This is Ayush signing off. We'll be back very soon with another interesting guest, with another interesting story, uh, with more interesting stories, another interesting episode on IPL and on everything cricket. Until then, this is Ayush signing off. Thank you for joining us on Beyond the Boundary. See you. Stay safe and take care.